You're listening to the Future Tech Podcast with Richard Jacobs. Future technologies such as artificial intelligence, stem cells, 3D printing, gene editing, Bitcoin, blockchain, the microbiome, quantum computing, virtual reality, and exploring space are much closer than you might think. In fact, many early versions of these technologies are in play right now, and the companies that are using these technologies are the focus of this podcast. My goal for you, the listener, is to learn from these podcasts. You may very well learn something that may change the course of your life for the better, steer you towards a new career, or give you insight into addressing a thorny medical problem. Remember, this podcast and its content is informational in nature only. No medical, tax, legal, financial, or psychological advice is being given. If you've enjoyed the podcast, please listen, subscribe, like, and tell your friends about it. Thank you. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, depending on where you are in the world. My name is Tracy Murda, and this is the Future Tech Podcast. Today, I'm very excited to have Elon Morch, co-founder and CEO at Blogs. Elon, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me. So, Elon, I'd love to get started with a little bit of background on yourself and what got you involved in the crypto blockchain space in the first place. Sure. So um, I'm a developer. I've been uh, developing and in, 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 in just coding since I can remember myself. Um, and uh, actually, I got into blockchain by accident. I had a, I've heard about Bitcoin um, just before I really got into what it means and, and, and kind of diving into the technology from a friend who was kind of always mentioning it uh, around you know, the dinner table and around friends. And, and at first, we kind of laughed at the idea. But um, then I had to actually, uh, at the time of, of when I studied in Rome, um, and I had to move a bit of euros from my bank account to my uh, Italian bank account. I was a, a student, so I think it was around 5,000 euros or something. Um, and actually, the bank teller told me that it's going to cost me a lot of money. Uh, but even she didn't know how much because it was, uh, she, she said the money will go through several different uh, banks along the way. And so it kind of hit me. I think it was back in 2012 or 2013. And it kind of hit me that, you know, I don't know what is. Bitcoin thing is all about, but uh, it's definitely, uh, you know, the way this, the system works, it's definitely there's something more to achieve because there's no way in 2012, 2013, it was still kind of, in, it would, you know, transferring money with that ancient uh, system and, and, and nobody knows how much it costs, nobody knows when it gets there and so on. So that's kind of the pivot point for me when I started to dig into the technology and, and it took me about a week, I think, to read the the original uh, Satoshi paper, and, and after that, I was. And I, I think I would ask, you know, what is the importance of what it is you all do? But I think it's probably pretty obvious. I mean, we all want our own data and information, especially financial, and shouldn't have to to pay for it. So, what was it that brought you to discover to create blocks? What actually is blocks? So Blocks is uh, uh, the, the, the mission for Blocks, uh, the company, is to create tools uh, for professionals to manage and engage with their crypto assets. And it really was kind of born um, from a very kind of, you know, selfish problem I had that uh, I didn't have back, back then a tool where I can uh, sync all my different wallets and exchange accounts into one place uh, automatically, let the data flow automatically and really have a nice, uh, user experience doing so. And so 
Um, I've kind of uh, decided to do it on my own. And this is kind of the, the reason why Blocks was created. Um, and as time went by, we really realized that we can bring a lot of value uh, to professionals. So people or organizations that really engage on a day-to-day -day basis with crypto assets. And we empower them with tools to make that uh, engagement uh, as efficient as possible. So um, the core idea is still there, enabling them to automatically track all of their transactional data and sync and normalize that data. And on top of that, building a ton of uh, necessary features uh, like bookkeeping and reporting and collaboration and so on that really are the fundamental uh, building blocks of any modern company. Um, and, and even more so when you're talking about uh, a crypto company. Um, and so that's, that's what Block's mission is and, and, uh, and what we're developing. So most companies that are in the space that are interacting or using crypto assets on a daily basis, what are they generally using when, it's, when you're talking about, you know, different types of crypto, different types of assets? What is it without Blocks, what are they using? So without blocks, they're basically using an Excel sheet, uh, which is crazy. I mean, we're <laughs> yeah, it, it's really it's really amazing. I mean, uh, I, I think that what happened between kind of early 2017 and up until this point basically is, um, although uh, everything really exploded as everyone know, but uh, the whole industry had to mature very fast. Uh, and, and a lot of companies and individuals found themselves managing ridiculous amounts of money um, with really no means. So, you know, if you think about it, I always give that idea or, or kind of example that in, in, during 2017, you had huge companies managing hundreds of millions of dollars with really no governance structure inside of them, really no uh, uh, tracking, reporting around, around their financials. Um, and it's not because uh, they didn't try to, but just didn't have the means, you know, and, and so they kind of, relegated towards using just an Excel sheet and, and you know, managing a lot of money on a, in a complicated company with a complicated processes and different uh, services. It's, it's really hard. It's, it's, it's impossible, really. Um, and, so, uh, and, and so that's kind of the way we see it. And, 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 and really, that's the, our biggest fight even today. I mean, spreading the word out and letting people know there's a much better solution for everything they're doing in terms of their operations, finances, back office, uh, when it comes to crypto assets. So basically give them the tool to really kind of order and, and, and make sure that they're tidied up around all of their uh, kind of back office activities, mid office activities, uh, which are basically the, 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 the backbone of their operation. Um, and so a lot of the, a lot, a lot of the uh, new kind of users we are onboarding are, uh, really making that transition from um, from an Excel sheet towards an automated system. I was going to say, when you're talking about an Excel sheet, I mean, I'll be honest with you, I hate Excel on a daily basis, let alone using it for something complex. I would imagine that there is huge room for human error and just n nuisances that are within the Excel program. Oh yeah, I mean, there's a. Uh, um, I don't remember exactly the, the the title, but there's a huge article written on a on a on a company which is by accident not a crypto company. I think it was a, a financial institution where uh, they lost billions of dollars because somebody by mistake uh, 
uh, wrote the wrong numbers in the in the Excel sheet, and they used an Excel sheet as their model for hedging, um, which is crazy, right? So by accident, I remember that, company, yeah. But yeah, I mean, so by by accident, it's not a crypto company, but you can imagine um, the complex, you know, the complexity of a crypto company and the mistakes you can you can um, actually inflict on yourself without even knowing. So obviously, the the first thing that everyone is is going through is is uh, you know ordering their books, doing uh, tax and, and uh, auditing and and all of those things and. You know the the room for error there is very very minimal and um, and you can make a mistake without even knowing it and and it's not a you know it's not a pat on the back mistake you know if you're managing a hundred million dollars and you've made a mistake of five percent five million dollars that's a real problem that's a real issue that's a real issue with uh, the different um, uh, you know IRS or or your auditors it's a, it's an issue with uh, your board of directors it's an issue with um, maybe future potential investors. That's a big issue, and so you need to make sure that there's actually a personal responsibility on the C-level executive. There's uh, you need to make sure that uh, your finances and, and, and records are are intact, and, and you have all the information and data. Uh, it's simply not possible with Excel sheets. Um, and then you go to uh, you know tax optimization and reporting and and so on. Uh, even the practical stuff, right? I mean, if you wanna, you know, wanna, your company is ma- making maybe, I don't know, 100, 200 payments, transfers a, a month or a day or a week, um, it, it might be even not practical to even write it manually. So what you'll do is you're, you know, you're just aggregate and aggregation obviously hides data. And so we, there's, there's the place where mistakes happen. So, um, it's not a, a, a lot of the time. It's not even a question if, if it's manual. You know, just takes more time. It's, it's in some cases uh, impractical. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, we definitely need to kind of pair this this usage and and, and uh, of, of Excel sheets as, as uh, uh, you know as, as a, their, their kind of a solution for for managing billions of dollars worth of crypto. Definitely. So, what are some of the main or the most special features for blocks? So Blocks was, again, founded on, on the idea that we want to make sure that your transactional data, um, balance data, and so on are, first of all, uh, uh, very, very robust in the terms of how do you get it and, and, uh, and complete and so on. So we are that, we're a data-first company, so that's kind of the first thing we do. Uh, we make sure that your data is intact, so whenever you onboard yourself into Blocks, we bring your transactional history and, and make sure that every five to 10 minutes, you're getting the new transactions you've, you've executed and so on. On top of that, we're, there's a lot of layers of reporting and collaboration uh, um, and, uh, and, and bookkeeping features and exporting features, really kind of the A to Z to manage and, and, and make sure that all of your records are intact. So um, for example, for uh, transactional data, we have notifications to let you know that you received or sent money. Then you have the ability to tag those transactions, add notes, add attachments, uh, export all of this data, uh, categorize your transaction. Uh, you have uh, a really cool feature we've released about two months ago where blocks automatically to snapshot of all of your assets um, once a day, which is a crucial kind of feature for reconciliation, especially um, against exchanges. Um, I don't know if you are aware, but uh, exchange APIs are very, very, let's say, not involved in, in the crypto space. 
And a lot of um, really top-end companies find themselves uh, doubting if the data coming from the exchanges where they're managing and trading um, is actually correct. And so uh, we did that feature in order to kind of reconcile against um, the, you know, the, against the transactional data coming from the exchanges. So again, it's, a, it's, it's even a security and, and, uh, um, um, feature because it lets you double check that your, uh, your records are correct. Um, and more and more and more features. Again, all of those are basically built um, from, a lot of them are built from feedback getting from our clients. So a client might uh, kind of find himself in a, with an issue, he needs, a, he needs to resolve it. And so we are in a position to um, really take those issues and create solutions for them um, uh, on, on a daily basis. So all of those things are basically what drives uh, the operations, finances, uh, and reporting in those companies. How do you ensure that the data being kept is completely safe and private? I mean, those are obviously things that, you know, are critical to, to any service such as this. Yeah, absolutely. So privacy and security are obviously main concerns uh, for everyone, but especially when you're talking about financial data. And so, uh, first of all, Blocks is a read-only uh, platform, which means we connect to public keys and, and so on. So, uh, we, in no point in time, we will ask your private key or know we are a custodian of your assets. Um, and so, that's the first line of defense. Uh, we put a lot of effort in the way we uh, designed the system and, and the way we test it all the time. With third, uh, with third-party uh, penetration testing and auditing and so on, to make sure that uh, we're up to date with all the vulnerabilities and fix them as soon as possible, um, and make sure there's none of them. Um, and obviously, again, uh, we put a lot of effort in making sure that the privacy is preserved for the clients themselves, um, uh, with features, for example, like uh, with API keys for exchanges, we keep constantly testing to make sure that. The permissions do not exceed what we expect, which are read-only, and so on. So we actually, a lot of the times, actually provide them better security because we have the automated testing on our end. Um, there's a lot of emphasis going on in making sure that the clients feel comfortable. Because at the end of the day, this is a very sensitive data. Um, but we also need to keep in mind what's the alternative, what's the kind of what they can do. Uh, other than using blocks. And, and as we mentioned before, it's an Excel sheet. So, you know, if they're go using Google Excel sheets, that's a terrible idea because Google ex uh, Excel sheets are by definition built to be shared with the world, uh, which is the exact opposite of, uh, of, of what you want to do with your uh, financial data. Um, and normal uh, Excel uh, files like Microsoft Excel well, those files, you basically share them by sending them via email, which is even worse than Google itself. So the alternative is really, really bad. And so by using a dedicated system like Blocks, you really, first of all, you eliminate all of those things, but also increase your level of security and privacy. It's really important to understand that there's uh, real consequences um, in using the wrong tool for such sensitive uh, data. So who is using blocks? Who would be your ideal user? So our ideal user is what we call the professional crypto uh, holder or anyone who is day-to-day is interacting with crypto assets. So it could be traders, it could be um, uh, post-ICO companies or product companies, funds, 
and so on. So basically, we look for those companies where their engagement on a day-to-day basis is, is great because uh, then we can actually give them the, 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 the great value blocks can, can give. Um, and so, um, and so that, those are kind of our users. So uh, again, it's, it's, it's professional individuals, um, it's professional individuals inside organizations and companies, both ACO companies, uh, product companies, funds, um, uh, and so on. What do you all have coming up within this coming year? I'm sure there's many changes when it comes to regulation, when it comes to you know new. Uh, developments in the space. What are some things that we can look forward to with Block? So we actually find ourselves uh, helping a lot of uh, a lot of the the people there and organizations that actually need to enforce regulation. So, for example, we're working with a lot of accounting uh, uh, firms because at the end of the day, uh, you know, they are the first line of defense. They need to audit uh, a lot of those crypto companies and. Um, and they really don't have the tools, the technological tools to do that. So we give them those tools and, and, and they love it. Uh, in terms of regulation, I think that uh, there's, I think there's kind of, uh, uh, there's a lot of obviously news and, and advancements in the past year. Uh, but I think um, people started to understand what the things to do and not to do. Uh, and also, I think the regulator, I mean, I think that um, although crypto winter is, is hit the industry pretty bad, um, I think it still uh, presents an opportunity to build. And uh, we certainly do that. We expand all the time. But um, I think it's really the opportunity to, uh, you know, to have a second look around and, and, and find the opportunities both in regulation, um, but also technology, product fits and, and so on. Now, Block has a lot of different, or several, I should say, different uh, plans or packages. Tell me a little bit about each and what are the differences and what's good for who, et cetera. Um, differences between Blocks and, and competitors or just in general? No, uh, the different plans within Block. Oh, right, right, right. So some of the plans we can uh, we can talk about and some uh, we'll just have to wait and see uh uh, and see when we're comfortable releasing them. Um, one of the things we are uh, working on in terms of the product is actually two things. So one is there's a big release coming out uh, where we really reimagine uh, the way um, transactional data should be interacted with. Uh, we went with a really cool concept, which is kind of Gmail-based um, to really enable uh, people working with uh, crypto assets, transactional data, to really keep uh, keep them um, up to date on everything that's happened, and that that's supposed to be released in several batches in the next month. Uh, but we also already working on our plans for Q2 and Q3, which um, which uh, basically will include a lot of the feedback we got from uh, clients. So. Um, there's a lot of conversation around uh, taxation and, and cost calculation, um, execution of transactions directly from blocks. So the ability to connect your ledger, ledger or treasure where wallet uh, directly to blocks and send and receive transactions uh, by still kind of concern, uh, uh, maintaining the, the level of security, high level of security uh, ledger and treasure enable. Um, so there's a lot of a lot going on and a few other kind of plans which are still secret. But again, we really aim and, and move ourselves to be kind of an A to Z solution um, for those people. I mean, they are really thirsty to have uh, a one-stop shop for 
um, for all of their needs. Uh, and there's a lot of them as, as, the, as the industry evolves, the needs and requirements keep on growing. And so we need to match those needs and, and make sure that we give them a, a really, really appealing package and value. And Alan, you mentioned earlier, you kind of touched on it um, by accident, actually. Would you, you mentioned competitors. Is there anyone else in this space doing what Blocks is doing or trying to do what Blocks is doing? So I think that by by far our biggest competitor, as I said before, is the Excel sheet. I mean, the, you know, 95% of the, the potential clients we've talked with are are basically using Excel sheets. Uh, of course, there are other competitors. Um, uh, I can mention uh, probably Libra and Cointracker, but I think every single one of them is 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 kind of tackling a different problem. There's Obviously, um, parts which are overlapping, but uh, I think there's a lot, as, as time goes on, there's more and more things that's happening inside each of those platforms, which kind of uh, pulls them apart. And so uh, it really depends on your business uh, and what you're looking for. Uh, uh, we, we really feel that blocks in, in, in each segment of, you know, post ICO companies fund. Uh, product companies and so on um, is is best of breed, best of the breed. I mean, uh, by far, I think we have the best. I'm still just shaking my head at every time you say Excel. I I mean, I guess it's an obvious answer, or you know, it's an obvious mode of doing this kind of business. But it just seems so crazy that all of these high risk, high value transactions are being done through such a an easily manipulated and easily you know, error-filled kind of method. It's just, it's shaped just crazy to me. It, it's incredible. I mean, but, but again, I mean, we, we need to really go back in, in 2017 and, and understand kind of the mode of operations because, you know, they didn't have any, and, and us included, right? I mean, we didn't have any good tools until we developed them. And so when you don't have the right tool, you use the next best, best thing. And the next best thing was the sell sheet. Um, but I think there's no excuses now. I think really, if you're a CFO, a COO, a CEO of of a of a company who's engaging and interacting with crypto assets, you know you need to run and find a solution. Hopefully, you'll choose blocks, but you, you really need to change um, the the tool you're using. Um, you wouldn't think twice uh, of compromising your wallet security. But you can as easily compromise your uh, your financial stability and 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 your um, uh, and how compatible compatible you are with regulation and and, and finance regulation um, just as easily using the wrong tools. Uh, and so um, I really think that you know in the overall uh, you know grand thing, scheme of things, you know there's several building blocks that the industry has to put in place in order to grow. Uh, some of them are more obvious, um, uh, but some of them are beginning to become obvious, do um, the obvious. And I think definitely one of them is how you get your um, data right. How do you make sure that your data is private, organized, uh, and compatible um, with with the law and, and regulation? Awesome stuff. Well, I really appreciate your time today, Alan. Is there anything else that you'd like our listeners to be aware of that's coming down the pike for blocks um, or the industry as a whole? Definitely. I think that there's a lot of innovation going on, generally speaking, uh, in the whole industry. Uh, obviously, I would love everyone to use blocks, but uh, one of the things I'm uh, kind of keeping my eye on and, and learning and studying is 
Um, actually, um, something called decentralized finance, um, uh, which basically includes, uh, or it's a movement to, uh, to build uh, financial primitives uh, in a decentralized way. So obviously, it's companies like MakerDAO and so on, and Compound, but it's a really fascinating stuff. And I think that uh, it's, it's incredible the value um, those things happen and, and, and kind of extract and, and create. Um, uh, uh, and so, you know, this industry is, is evolving very fast. And so anyone who's in, in this industry needs to, uh, I think, uh, kind of keep his eyes open and, and, and understand there's the tools always changing and you need to have the right tools in order to win and create a successful company. Um, and so um, my kind of recommendation is first, obviously, go to blocks.io and, and subscribe to our uh, newsletter and, and, and learn more about what we're doing. But, um, but also um, check around decentralized uh, finance, which is the abbreviation is uh, DeFi, uh, basically, uh, which is really exciting and, and well. Well, again, Alan, thank you so much for joining us today. This has been a, a true pleasure for our listeners. This is Alan Mortz, the CEO and co-founder of Blocks. Alan, thank you so much, thank and keep us posted as you guys are going and clipping along in 2019. Thank you very much. It was a, it was a blast uh, being on your podcast, and thank you. Have a great day. Awesome. You too. Bye-bye. You're listening to the Future Tech Podcast with Richard Jacobs. Future technologies such as artificial intelligence, stem cells, 3D printing, gene editing, Bitcoin, blockchain, the microbiome, quantum computing, virtual reality, and exploring space are much closer than you might think. In fact, many early versions of these technologies are in play right now, and the companies that are using these technologies are the focus of this podcast. My goal for you, the listener, is to learn from these podcasts. You may very well learn something that may change the course of your life for the better, steer you towards a new career, or give you insight into addressing a thorny medical problem. Remember, this podcast and its content is informational in nature only. No medical, tax, legal, financial, or psychological advice is being given. If you enjoyed the podcast, please listen, subscribe, like, and tell your friends about it. Thank you. Thank you.